Newark, Delaware, USA. Actually, yeah, because USA. not everyone knows that Delaware is the state in the United States of America. Right, right. Uh, it's the uh, home. It's the state smallest. Of... It's the smallest state of all. No, actually, no? Rhode Island is smaller. Rhode but, Island. Uh, it's right. pretty small. Anyway, what are we talking about here? It's, it's the <laughs> home state of President Joe Biden. Anyway, he was a senator from Delaware for many years. Mm. Uh, so today's topic of discussion is the ongoing and never-ending, it seems, issue of uh, female Diksha gurus that has been sanitized by those who are in favor of it as Vaishnavi Diksha gurus. Even though Srila Prabhupada, in his purport to Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Lila, uh, I think it's <clears throat> chapter 13, uh, text, I can't remember the text offhand, I can research it in a moment, but Prabhupada described Madhavi, who was one of the three most top, three most confidential, three and a half, three and a half, yeah, most confidential devotees of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a half being a woman. And uh, she's a she's uh, what we understand is a topmost Vaishnavi. Mm. And uh, it's been alleged that if we don't recognize uh, devotee women as Vaishnavis, that we're somehow offenders. Well, then Prabhupada would have been the topmost offender there uh, for calling. Uh, it's in the purport. It's not in the verse where he says that being a woman, she was a half. Well, it, it seems I, I haven't I haven't researched this fully, but it seems that the term. Well, I know that the term Vaishnavi fell into disrepute, as did the term Vaishnav, due to the misbehavior of the Sahajya Apasampradayas. Otherwise, Vaishnavi, as you well know, is a, is a well-known term for Devi, Bhagavati, <laughs> Durga, and she right. is worshipped. She is worshipped with lakhs and lakhs of people going up to her shrine, Vaishnav Devi. Uh, it's, a, it's a it's not a bad term by any means. Bhaktivinoda Thakur employed the term in his Jaiva Dharma. And there's a scene in the Jaiva Dharma where the protagonist, it's a Jaiva Dharma is a novel, which I didn't completely read to be full disclosure. I read half of it or more than half of it. 30 odd years ago, horrible English translation by the Yati Maharaj as I recall. And uh, he goes into a room and Bhaktivinoda Thakur describes it that there was Vai a Vaishnavi was lecturing to Vaishnavis. So, you know, women were always kept separate in Vedic culture. And in, in India, we see whenever there's a public function, men and women sit separately. separately. And, and Prabhupada uh, described it, separation of the sexes. Otherwise, when he created the Brahmacharini ashram, if men and women are equal and the same, and we should not see the upadis, 
these designations of men and women. Why was there even a need for a brahmacharini ashram? They could have all lived together. The men and the women could have shared one ashram. We shouldn't see the differences. Or as one uh, Iskand devotee who is no more, he passed away. I won't mention his name or his rank in Varnashram, but he, somebody saw women dancing in, in the Juhu temple in a Western sort of fashion. And that devotee was told, why are these women dancing like this? And he said, no, no, don't see the bodies. Don't see the body. Uh, Prabhupada didn't approve of these things. Well, it would be said that he had the Govindam prayers daily instituted with uh, Yamuna Mataji as the it's lead true. singer. It's, it's although true. he said it's a concert. But the thing is, these points have been, it's been discussed again and again and again. What's very disturbing, I find, is the whole tenor of the whole, it's not even really a discussion, it's, it's almost like a pitched battle. And with devotees, they seem to almost hate each other. And it's not only on this issue, on so many issues. It doesn't seem to be very Vaishnav-like. The way we, the way we, there are so many divisive issues. And, and it's the way, like I say, the way we conduct ourselves as Vaishnav. If we're Vaishnavs or even aspiring Vaishnavs, we should be able to come together, sit peacefully. We can have robust discussions, but... It's come to such a pitch that devotees practically they they uh, they can't get along with each other at all over so many different issues. This is just one of them. Yeah. Recently, on one of the issues, there was a hysteria created, and due to these hysterias, you know, people become very offensive. They use they indulge in ad hominem attacks. And that's not the way that uh, a contentious issue should be solved. If there's I suggest, yeah, yeah. Well, I suggested in a talk I made must be more than two years ago now on, on the female diksha guru issue that the, all the concerned parties should come together to Mayapur, chant together read together, pray together in Prabhupada's samadhi for his guidance, and go and take as much time as it's needed to go through all the issues and come to some kind of understanding. But anyway, it hasn't come to well, that. Our, what our, I see is coming. The Iskand well, India leaders had created the IIAC, which has now changed to IBAC. Iskan Bharat, Iskan Bharat, uh, Iskan Bharat uh, Advisory Committee used to be Iskan India Advisory Committee. Yeah, yeah. It was voted in the bureau to change the name to Iskan Bharat Advisory okay. Committee. Okay, stick to the essence. That's so the, we created an Iskan India Scholars Board, hmm. and we suggested that this issue be given to the scholars. They have their scholars. The you know, pro-female diction guru faction. And we have a group of scholars in the Iskan India Scholars Board. Let the scholars discuss the issue. But this wasn't agreed to by the GBC. 
The GBC wants the administrators to discuss the issue, members of the GBC and members of the Bureau. And I have heard reports, I'm not a member of the GBC, I don't attend their meetings, but without you know mentioning any names, uh, I heard that there's right now an ongoing very, very contentious and uh, argumentative, as you just described, uh, it's more than a debate, but it's, a, it, it's broken out into an argument in the GBC meeting on who should represent the GBC to discuss the issue of female Diksha gurus with the Bureau. And, you know, they, they're not con considering at all that it should be, it's a, it's, a, it's a research question. We should research and find out what Shastras teach. And here, this is this is a crux well, of the problem. This well, is it is the crux of the problem because it appears that, for want of a better term, the other side don't think it's a scholarly problem. They think it's it's not something that needs to be settled by shastra. It needs to be settled according to what they perceive as the preaching need. That we have to make adjustments according to what we need in the West. Um, I can in, speak in some more so, about. In doing so, they neglect two what I feel are key purports by Srila Prabhupada and, of course, the Suniti purport, 4.12.32. You know, Prabhupada said that Suniti could not be Juva's Diksha Guru being a woman. But before that, he predicated it with according to Vedic injunction. So that's a key there that there it, that's being ignored. And then there's the purport. It will be said. One more, one more, Maharaj. There's the purport of 324.40, where Prabhupada writes so called spiritual societies give sannyas even to women when there's no sanction in Vedic literature. So the key is sanction in Vedic literature. Uh, you know, the issue is women taking sannyas, and they're saying, well, we're not saying that women should take sannyas. What does it have to do with? women becoming Diksha Gurus. Well, it, it, the same language was employed in both purports, Vedic injunction and, and uh, Shastrik, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, sanction in Vedic literature. According to Vedic junction and sanction in Vedic literature, what's the difference? The basis is Vedic literature and they're not, they're ignoring that for whatever reason. Mm. Well, we know the we know the arguments, and the same arguments are going back and forth, and neither side is listening to each other, <clears throat> which again is very inauspicious. Practically speaking, what we're looking at is a divide, schism or schism. Uh, this is the it's the same scenario as being played out in the Episcopalian Church and so many other churches. They've split on very similar issues, that should women be ordained as priests and bishops? Uh, and what, what we see in those churches that have accepted that women can take ministerial roles as priests and bishops going against 2,000 years of tradition in the, in the Christian church, is that well, one thing we've seen is that they're losing members, 
The contention is that we have to adjust to the zeitgeist so that we can continue to bring people in, but actually they're losing people to more traditional kinds of Christianity. And another thing is that after they bring in women in equal roles, what happens is the next call is that we should have homosexuals and transgenders because it's the same argument that we don't distinguish on the basis of the body or the gender. So why not have homosexual gurus or priests? And why not have transgender? I, 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 as far as I know, the transgender thing hasn't fully come yet, but it's coming. And it's already accepted in many churches that they have, even in the Church of England, I believe, the, the, the most influential Protestant church in the world, they also have openly gay bishops. Now, we may say, what's the harm? But one thing, there's a reason that for, for centuries, it was understood pretty much in societies all over the world that men have certain roles to play and women have certain roles to play, even in religious organizations, even in the Vedic culture, which accepts that spiritually, there's no difference between a man and a woman, but we get different bodies and Socially, we have different roles to play. Anyway, these these topics have been discussed again and again and again. I'm just saying that the practical effect is that we're heading for a schism. And I would suggest, who will listen to me? Unlikely anyone's listening to me. But I would suggest that why don't we just accept that we're heading for a schism and just split the whole society as amicably as possible? It's heading for that. That's the reality. My uh, my main uh, reason for not wanting to... Well, there are many reasons, but one major reason that I'm not in favor of having female Diksha Gurus. Well, let's qualify that. We can't say there can't be any under any circumstances because historically there have been, but not many, as Srila Prabhupada said. But what we see is that within the society of Gorya Vaishnavas, Varnashram was going on in a in an in an in an attenuated way, not in a complete way, because the kings were Muslim at the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and following that the British came. But there was some semblance of a caste system still going on, or Van Ashram. Uh, you see, when we say caste system and Daiva Van Ashram, they're not this, there are so many things that are misunderstood about Van Ashram Dharma. Um, many, practically, the caste system and Daiva Van Ashram, they are almost the same, except that Vishnu, well, there are two major points. In the Daiva Van Ashram system, Vishnu is in the center, although demigod worship is allowed, 
meat eating is allowed, gambling is allowed, intoxication is allowed, niyamse, according to rules. It's not allowed for everyone. So that's there in the caste system, as there in, and in Varnashram Dharma, as we see it described in the Shastras, it was mostly according to birth, but it wasn't restricted to birth. So my major contention is that Srila Prabhupada, he emphasized again and again and again, we have to establish, it's a major function of the Krishna Conscious Movement to establish Varashram Dharma. It's not a spiritual system in itself, but it's a system which helps. It's the natural system given by Krishna himself, as he says in Bhagavad Gita, to make it easier for people to come to and practice Krishna consciousness. Otherwise, if we try to practice Krishna consciousness on the template of the demoniac society, let's be, let's be frank, it's a demoniac society that promotes sense gratification as the aim of life, that is ignorant about even the fact of reincarnation, what to speak of, uh, pure love of God. So if we're trying to practice Krishna consciousness on that template, and it's not going to work. And this this female Diksha Guru thing, it's part of what I see among many devotees in the West, including many centers in the West. It's it's so integrated with Western culture, just like observing Christmas celebration in the Iskon temples. It's nonsense. Santa Claus, for some time until it was mercifully stopped by the GBC, maybe it's still going on, in some devotees' houses, they dress the deities as Santa Claus. Complete nonsense. And worse, it's very common, I've seen among devotees in the West, that a man and a woman meet, they're not married, they're not related, and they embrace each other. It may not be chest to chest, but shoulder to shoulder. This is wrong, and it cannot it cannot be, it should not be allowed in Vaishnav society or in any civilized society. There's segregation between the sexes. There is discrimination between the sexes. Discrimination doesn't necessarily mean discrimination against, but there is discrimination, just like we have male toilets and female toilets. There's a discrimination. So, yeah, it's a big topic for discussion. But what I see is the devotees, many, many devotees in the West, they've, they've sold out to a large extent to, to what is uh, disparagingly called wokeism. Or the idea that any segregation of society, any hierarchy is all wrong. And it's also the same kind of methodology that they use. They don't want to listen. They don't want to discuss. They just want to tear everything down. And they're so convinced that their way is right. They say we need this for preaching in the West. But there, is, there are so many people in the West who don't like this wokeism at all. They say we need this for preaching in the West, but some of my disciples in Atlanta, Georgia, have at least in a microcosm shown that you don't need to, to, to adopt all this 
compromises with Western demoniac society of gender equality, which it's it's demoniac. Look at Srila Prabhupada's purport to Bhagavad Gita as it is, chapter 16, text number, what's the text number? Nine? Seven. Seven, seven. In which Srila Prabhupada says that the demoniac people, they're promoting a puffed-up womanly concept of life. So, yeah, I, I know it is difficult for many people in the West to accept what they call sexism, but practically speaking, Varnashram culture that Prabhupada wanted to establish is what would be called sexism. So we need to preach that this is the way humans should live. And even many people nowadays, even women, they don't, they understand that man has a certain role and a woman has a certain role, and it's not exactly the same. Uh, like I was saying, in Atlanta, in Georgia, USA, some disciples of mine, they're, they're preaching straightforwardly without all this fuzzy-wuzzy, uh, uh, let's all live together, love, peace, without any, without clearly delineating Krishna and Krishna consciousness. They're doing that, and people are coming, young Americans are coming and joining, being attracted to the genuine spiritual content which they're offering without compromise. So that to say that we need this to preach in the West is proved untrue by that. And another thing is that the whole Western society, even if you say that we needed this female Diksha Gurus to preach in the West, but the whole society may change again within two, three, four, five years. Actually, we're looking at so many changes in in the Western society right now. It's it's on the verge of uh, another economic collapse, recession, or is talking about that, and so many things. It, it's Western society is in a terrible mess. Why should we follow their example? But even culturally, if you say that this wokeism or gender equality is so strong, we need this. But the thing can change again. So do we need this for preaching in the West? Even if you say we need it now, then it may switch to something else which we never dreamed of now in two or three years. And then we have to adjust to this and adjust to the. We have to adjust every time it changes. We should stick to the template that Srila Prabhupada gave and establish Varnashram. Another thing, yeah, Varnashram society is the alternative that Prabhupada wanted to set up. Uh, Maharaj. Yeah, uh, I'm waffling on a lot. I have much to say. <laughs> you uh, have also. We only have 10 minutes left. Why? Uh, because there's another meeting coming up at 7. Oh, you're going to be in that meeting? 7 p.m., yeah. We're, we're okay. Be there. So okay. there are many devotees who support female Diksha Guru, who say that, you know, we, Prabhupada didn't uh, really want us to follow Ranashram. There they have, there's letters where Prabhupada actually said, you know, that following the Manusmriti and Ranashram is very difficult or impossible. And... Uh, yeah, but there are so many mind. other things. There are so many statements. I don't right. have them in front of me. Right. No, One of the purposes part, of the Krishna consciousness movement is to establish right. Ranashram. As far part, as possible. Yeah, as far, part, Prabhupada said, as far as possible. Yeah. 
Oh, in the purport to Srimad Bhagavatam 9, uh, 1050, it's a very extensive purport where Prabhupada says that, the, you know, it, Right, right. There are so many, there are so many. And then and the, in Vinashram society, other, there's a hierarchy yeah. and men and women yeah. are different. Well, they want women to be the same. And Yogeshwar, who is a liberal and who is in favor of all these liberal things, but he asked Prabhupada in Rome in 1974, Srila Prabhupada, men want the same rights as uh, women. women want the same rights as men. So Prabhupada replied that uh, it, it's not like that. They're happy cooking and cleaning. And he said that if you work in your constitutional position, so, you know, this kind of, this totally defeats the argument, well, we're supposed to not have any upadis. But, you know, there there's a constitutional position. There are certain jobs for women, street dharma. And if you ask these you know, uh, egalitarian devotees about street dharma. No, no, I don't want to hear the word street dharma. But it's there in the Bhagavatam, yeah. right in the shloka. This idea that we have to have women as gurus in the West for preaching, they said we need to have women temple presidents and GBCs. We made women temple presidents and GBCs. It's not that people started flooding into our temples by making women diksha gurus, it's not going to. It's not that people are going to start joining us because of that. No, it's, it's what we totally... need to do is what we always need to do is to distribute Prabhupada's books, do public Harinam Sankirtan, preach Krishna consciousness straightforwardly, and people will come and join. You can they, make they any want... kinds of adjustments, but if the Arad, core is want... not, if you don't have the basic core in order then nothing's going to work. It's not by they, making they, some mental adjustment or social adjustment. They, they want women's equality with men at any cost. Yeah. This, is, this is the dilemma where Prabhupada, many statements are there where he says they're not equal and they have different roles to play. The role of women <clears throat> in society is the issue. And and this conversation between Satsvarup Maharaj and Prabhupada recorded at Vrindavan in 1974. Prabhupada was talking about a Varnashram College and Satsvarup asked, well, should the women go? And Prabhupada said, no, twice. No, no, it is not, it is not for Shudras. He equated women with Shudras. And he, you know, he... Socially, he socially. Yeah, yeah, socially. There's no need for women... So, and that was the tradition in India. The women were always housewives, grihinis. They, they, so, and 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 in the in the uh, the story of the Dvija Patnis, when they came to Krishna and gave up everything, Krishna advised them at the end to go back home to assist their husbands. He could have said, "Well, you're greater devotees than your husbands. You should perform the sacrifices." And your husbands will cook and look after the children. <laughs> so, you know, these social division existed. There's it a is a systematic defiance of Srila Prabhupada's order to institute Varnashram. The GBC, for years, they were running this strategic planning, spending who knows how many hundreds of thousands of dollars, flying devotees here and there, having meetings, 
How many hundreds of thousands of devotees' hours went into this strategic planning? Not a single mention of Varnashram. If they had said that we know Prabhupada wanted to institute Varnashram, but we don't know how to do it, so we're not going to do it now. At least if they'd have said that much, would have known that they were cognizant of it. But that wouldn't have been satisfactory. But well, it, was headed up by, it was headed up by devotees who actually were opposed to Varnashram. Yeah, but that's and what I'm saying. That it's it. It, by, not, by not even in one sentence discussing Varnashram, they have given a message that we are not going to follow Srila Prabhupada's repeated order to make an alternative to human society by instituting Varnashram. In this way, the GBC has acted as enemies of Srila Prabhupada's instruction, and we cannot expect any auspiciousness for this guru of Agya, deliberate avoidance of a repeatedly stated prime order of Srila Prabhupada. So the, this FDG thing, female Diksha Guru, it's just a manifestation of the ISKCON leadership's ongoing war against Srila Prabhupada's clearly stated instructions. You know, Maharaj, can I say one thing? If they're opposed to Varnashram, right? And, and they are. They're saying Prabhupada didn't implement Varnashram. Well, they should give up sannyas. Those who take the title of Swami, it's a it's part of the Varnashram system, sannyas ashram. How can they argue against Varnashram and be a sannyasi? <laughs> what to speak of be a devotee? When Krishna says, "I created the Varnashram," you quoted that. Anyway, Maharaj, we only have three minutes. So how will we wrap this up? Uh, we can quote the words of Mahatma Gandhi. Sabgo Sanmati Dev Bhagavan. Right. Mahatma Gandhi said, Ishvara Allah Tera Nam Sabko Sanmati Dev Bhagavan. He's addressing the divide between Hindus and Muslims. He said, Ishvara and Allah are your names. Bhagavan, give everyone good intelligence. So <laughs> if Krishna can give everyone good intelligence, otherwise it seems at our level, well, we're not going to solve it. It, it. We need an Prabhupada, act of God. We need an act of God to solve this because at our own human level, saying, we're not doing it. No, there was the famous saying of Prabhupada that we've all been given minute independence by Krishna. In, right? In one of his recordings, the first record. Oh, so many times he said it. Right. So it's being misused by not surrendering to the process and by instead surrendering to the Western wokeism, liberal, egalitarian, which really has its basis in Marxism. You know, the class. Yeah, and, and another, another manifestation of this is the uh, overt India phobia and and repeating things that Indians the anti-Indianism. Unfortunately, the, the Western yeah. devotees come to India and they they go to the holy dams, but they many of them are openly anti-Indian. 
and they think India is very bad. They follow the Western press in doing so. There are so many things that can be said. It's very, very unfortunate situation. Anyway, can we what take can a, we do? Can we uh, take a, a date for some future further discussion? Uh, obviously not now, uh, sometime when it's convenient. We should wrap up. Because okay, but I'm saying again, it's the same things being said again and again and right. again. There's no, there's no communication going on here. We're heading for a split. Thank you, Maharaj, for giving your time. Haribo. Join the other meeting. Yeah. Rishikesh has the link. Haribo. Yati Bionamaha. Hare Krishna.